Southgate Fantasy League Podcast. Hello, welcome to Southgate Fantasy League Podcast. Coming to you. Uh, uh, what are we up to? We're up to week four. Four game weeks under the belt. And uh, tonight, special guest host. I've sent him the comfy chair. He's rocking into it. Um, he's set up the uh, the whole kit, ready to go. Um, Scotty Clicker Miller, how are we? Uh, good, thank you, Brian. I don't know why it took three episodes to get me on. I'm an uh, avid listener, an avid, avid contributor, and um, yeah, I'm glad to be in the uh, comfy chair. Yeah, look, always appreciate having you in. You've um, you've been active in the the chat landscape, and I appreciate that. It's always good to to rip in and make sure that people are accountable when they're getting stuck into evidence and uh, and not other people. Uh, interesting to note in particular this week. Um, that was something that Keelan particularly wanted me to note down is that there was a real lack of banter in other areas um so it's good to probably have uh someone who's a little bit more up and about this week well um, as he said if uh the toffees went into the championship the uh chat would just die so um i think people need to get a bit more creative and um you know the toffees we're back point on the board and um <laughs> up, upwards and onwards and uh got uh city in our sights <laughs> back with the point i love it Look, speaking of people who have had a delayed entry into the pod, um, how how have I delayed putting on the number one Duncan? I put on number two Duncan before number one. Uh, but you look, let my clone come on first. I was gonna say we've saved the best till now. How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. Sitting here in a sling, loving life, just knowing I'm the better Duncan. I was going to say, for the, for the listeners at home here or on the car or wherever you're listening to this, um, I just had a, there was a two-minute chat about who's got the, the bigger Rico of the shoulder between Scotty and Duncan. I'm just standing on the sideline here. It sounds uh, pretty brutal, boys. Yeah, we're, we're broken. I mean, Scotty's a bit old. I'm, I'm a bit young to be this injured, but that's life. Yeah, you just battle on, you know. Like any good footballer, you just take the knock and just carry on. You don't drop any, no drop goats here. We're, uh, we're strong men. Well, I yeah. like that. I like those no drop goats. Speaking of um, potential drop goats, is there any uh, loose lips in the last couple of pods that anyone's listened to? Anything particular you wanted to bring up that you just thought we were full of shit? Or... Mm, I'd have to say, like, I've tuned in a bit, probably not as much as I should have, but uh, I'm I'd back it in that um, Keelan would have said something really fucking stupid. So oh, he's probably got to munch something. I'm pretty sure he's only munched words since he's been oh. on the Scotty. Uh, he pretty um, much got every single prediction wrong in the game week uh, last week. <laughs> <laughs> would not have picked um, anyone worse. If you thought Elmo on, he would have said something he probably don't understand and equally as stupid. But, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, as we said before, there's um, we need a bit more in the chat. It's... Um, yeah, we need some more, uh, probably a, for uh, people who don't know anyway, but like a Steve kind of segment where people just say something stupid that we can just make some content out of. Yeah, look, I do believe um, I said that there's no way Newcastle would concede against Brighton, did I not, in the chat? I, I did try and find that, to be honest, Brian, because <laughs> I I nearly protested and put um, Trippier and Pope on the pine, which I did. And then I fucking went against myself and I thought they're back. They've got to be back now. <laughs> and they didn't do anything. I woke up in disgust again. Yeah, that's a psych out from me then, isn't it? Oh, so, and they aren't tradable now. They've just got no currency. No, nah, Robertson picked up six points, by the way. Could have, uh, could have snagged yourself uh, six. Lucky I didn't need it because I had a buy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All good in the end. Duncan, is there anything you noticed in particular for the first couple of pods? Oh, I've only listened to the last pod, and I I think Keelan actually got most of the fixtures right last week, which is pretty pretty bloody surprising for him. I know he got my fix, fixture right, but I, I was impressed. No, good point. Good point. Uh, yeah, look, and the thing that I love in particular that I'm getting right is the pod curse, um, which is, well, sorry, top of the ladder curse in particular, which has been raised on the pod. If you're top of the ladder 
um, you're getting knocked off by bottom pretty much every week so far. So, And this week did not disappoint again. So, uh, look, let's get into reviewing the games and, and seeing how they went down. And look, to start off, it starts with my boys who were disappointing. Um, Dog FC losing to Adam Wama, which is Sean's team, 33 to 39. And, um, yeah, actually got a couple of okay scores up forward with Wilson and uh, Foster banging in another goal there. So there's a scrap heaper who's um, got me a couple of goals in a couple of weeks. And Wilson actually, again, didn't get the start, but managed to get a goal. So that was handy. But um, lots of one points in there. Uh, Dean, Rodrigo, Kulisevsky, Dawson, Martinez, all one-pointers. That kills you. And even Saka only getting the four, um, which I'm hoping for a little bit more from him really as, uh, as my big pick. So... A um, little bit disappointing. 33 is still competitive enough. Like the 30-odd points is still, you never know that's going to get the job done. And for Sean, it did get the job done, getting 39 points. Um, Jesus Christ, how lucky was he? At the end of the day, it actually came down to the last game and Wolves have scored a junk time goal right at the end there. I think Neto got the assist and I think Kuna <laughs> got the goal. So literally that's where the game was in the, the 93rd minute. His, his Wolves players got him over the line in in just a, you know, um, a consolation goal. So he'll be very, very happy with that. Cash with the negative one point there for him. He'll be devastated with that own goal. Bit brutal. Didn't know much about it. Considering Cash coming off a 17 last week into a negative one, that's just, that's, he's had two negative ones this season. Has he had four games? First game, neg one against Newcastle. Oh boy. And a six, 17 and a negative one. So he's, He's the ultimate yo-yo. Wow, he's uh, that's a good point actually. When I have a look at it, he's um, it's funny. I've, do, I've done me, I've done me, gyms. You've done your gyms research. He's in the oh. best list, so he's made the best on votes, and now he's in the worst <laughs> list as well. So he's a real up and down sort of player. Um, but to have speaking of an up and down player, Bolly, like he's pulled out Forest versus Chelsea. Bolly's the one who gets a clean sheet and three bonus points and ends up with nine. Um, he'll be happy with that. That's another coach killer for me, seeing guys like that pop up in this game week. Um, but Sean, absolutely flying there um, and getting a good result. Where does that leave him up? He's in the top four with a three and one record, even though his goal difference is more like, you know, eighth best or something like that at the moment. So he's definitely enjoying the fixture, I think, a little bit on this one. Anyway, yeah, well, the big, biggest surprise out of that game for me was um, Robertson getting a clean sheet for you, Brian. Because that's just rare territory for the pool. It was an obvious week to trade with me, mate. I was throwing out gems left, right, and center. I'm surprised you didn't pick up on it. Duncan did as he looks for later. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's going to enjoy reviewing that one, but it was the right week to trade with me. But your team, Scotty, did get the job done with a 30 odd score. Uh, pick 11, Scott Miller, 36 points, knocking off top of the table at the time. Al Chapel Street, Avila Drahal's team, 33 points. As I said, the curse continues, top losers. Tell us how it happened. Um, what was the uh, home ground again there, Brian? Oh, boy. Now you're testing me. Um, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, beep. Sorry, Winviz is uh, struggling in the background there. So uh, the Fuck Elmo Fortress is where you're playing yes. out on and, and it was so fitting that um, the first win of the season at the Fuck Elmo Fortress was against the man himself. Um, you know, he was flashing around, you know, that I had a slow start to the season and all that. But, um, yeah, I think he went a bit early as usual and uh, come up against a juggernaut. And um, I was uh, able to leave 17 on the point and it didn't matter. So that's how well we're tracking. We're uh, on the upward curve. And, um, yeah, 36, as you said, 30, if you're in the 30s, you're in the game. Um, just a midfield dominance for me. Um Paqueta, six. Ericsson, seven, with a couple of bonus points to seal the deal in your last game of the uh, round. And uh, my boy, Dan Juma, just slot one. Seven for him as well. And, um, yeah, the rest, pretty average. Me, oh, bro, me turn boys. We combined four of them for a uh, whole six points. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. it's a problem. <laughs> um, uh, but, yeah, anyway, 36, good enough. Um, as long as you get uh, the chockies each week and uh, Elmo 33. Um, I mean, you don't want to waste points, do you? You don't want to waste no, no point having 36 points on the field. 
No, that's right. I mean, and now he's got a yellow triangle. So um, I'm sure we'll be back here the next week. We'll, it'll just be a slight knock, I'd say. Um, Elmo, what he's 33. Salah with eight. Um, Madip with six. And Yudogi with five in the backs was um, his main scorers, rest twos and ones. Um, and nothing on the pine. So he, he had his best team he could have had and just not good enough, just shit. So he really needs to uh, back to the drawing board. You can't be top of the table, sprout knife, and then just dropping the uh, ball against the uh, the leafy down the bottom. Yeah, top of ladder is cursed. It seems like so. Who's there now, Benny? It's an interesting uh, one to see him up there. Speaking of Ben's game, let's review that now because I brought it up. So we had top of the table um, beating Christian Wimbenzi's uh, Jerks FC. Duncan, do you want to tell us how that one went down? Oh, I can tell you how that one went down. Ben's, Ben's crept another one. He's he's just been consistent. I wouldn't say his team's great, um, but he's definitely been carried by Alvarez this week, hitting a 14 with a goal and an assist, I believe. Where is it? Oh, goal and two assists. Look at that. Um, Antonio still doing shit for West Ham, as you'd expect not getting many points. Um, and then the rest of his team's pretty average. His midfield are 7, a 5, a 1, a 3, and another 3. And then his back line's bloody hopeless. He might as well not have any goalkeepers. I don't know how he's scrapping it through, to be honest. It's interesting. He's ended up with 44 points. As you said, without Alvarez, it's another mediocre score, really. But, you know, that's why he's got him. He's popped up at the right time and scraped him over the line, hasn't he? So... You know, he'll be happy with it. Um, but, you know, he also came up against Christian, who I think is now bottom of the table. So tell us how his team fed. Well, I, I think Christian's been pretty much the worst performer every single week, even though he's had Darwin Nunez, um, who who copped another eight for him, which last two weeks he's been pretty good. Um, Jesus also getting a, a cheeky goal at the end because... I don't even know what United were doing. Um, but, yeah, just, just a lot of average teams I'm seeing here. Just midfields. No one's really getting over a seven on any of these teams. I'm really disappointed. Um, Pickford with a one. Shah at the back with a zero. Concert with a zero. Desarsi, part of Chelsea's disaster. Um, Martinelli did all right with a five. Almiron with a one. Gallagher. As you'd expect, another Chelsea player only getting a one. Ward Prowse getting a seven. McAllister with a three. And he has one point on the bench total. I think he needs to really rethink his strategy here, boys. Yeah, I don't... Like, James isn't playing, is he? What's his red triangle? How long's he out for? Forever? Oh, I think uh, he's another month of, or so. Uh, 17th yeah, okay. of September. So is that um, after the international break? Anyone well, actually... I think he's still a question mark for that as well. Does anyone actually think he's going to come back? It says that all year, every season. Uh, he, never he, he might he might get a game and a half and then he'll be done again. I've, as a Chelsea fan, it's it's hard to watch. Did yeah. he get the um, captain's armband this year as well? Yeah, for, what, 60 minutes? <laughs> like, what's the point of giving it to a bloke who's never fucking out there? <laughs> well, it's, just... strange, it's a strange decision. He'll just be the mascot when he's injured, you know. He's still <laughs> around and just giving wise words of. <laughs> I don't know. It's an interesting, yeah. thing, isn't it? Christian, I think the really positive side is um the Ward Prowse move that he's got him. He's been really solid, a good contributor to start the season, hasn't he? Um, so that's you know there's yeah. a couple of positives, but it's yeah he certainly hasn't lit it up, and that's why he finds himself down and the bottom. Darwin, no, old Nunes is having a breakout year because he sucked ass last year. Oh, it's the biggest paperweight I've ever seen. What Even fun. that is ridiculous. Like he's popped up against Newcastle, and then on the weekend it looks like he couldn't score again. He's hit the upright from close range and <laughs> looked himself again. He got lucky with the assist, which is a flick on header. I think he tried to score with the Salah tapped in. So I don't know. I think he's lucky again. Um, in all honesty, and even if he's not, I'm going to continue to say that because I fucking hate his guts. But um. <laughs> We move. Yeah. I digress. Yeah, I can <laughs> He's a piece of shit. Yeah, exactly right. But um, <laughs> let's go to the next one. We had uh, 
Keelan Funk, which is Chris's team, a mix of Keelan and Yushkoti. <laughs> I guess is what he's going for. A creep is yeah. for uh, 45, getting the job done against Duncan Ma, who literally traded with him, uh, Ricky Bobby's dream. He literally traded with him. Um, that was the big decisive outcome to this because Chris's team had uh, Son in it and Duncan's did not anymore. They did a switchover, Son popping up for 20 points for Chris. So absolutely huge score um, there. What do you end up? The hat-trick? Yeah, hat-trick in the three yeah, points um, in 70 minutes. Didn't even play the full 90. Just went, oh, yeah, they'll do. The hat-trick's done. Um, and look, let's not kid ourselves. The rest, of, the rest of his score is pretty garbage, except for Ramiro, who popped up and scored that goal, not even a clean sheet. Um, looks like um, Chris is really bought into the Ange ball. He's just loaded up on uh, on Spurs players, and it's um, it's paying dividends to a degree. Yeah, I think what he saw against Burnley, he was probably hoping for a bit of stat padding there, wasn't he, at the back line? And he got yeah. lucky with Ramiro and... Uh, and and that's it. But even Basumo in there, yeah, he's loving the end ball. 45 points is uh, a good score. You'd be unlucky to lose with a 40 of, wouldn't you? So that's a solid one. But when you get 20 from one player, you'd want to clear 40, wouldn't you? Um, it would probably be a segue into a into another conversation shortly. But, um, yeah, 40. So, yeah, what do you end up there? 45. And uh, Ricky Bobby's dream, Duncan's, uh, well, coming off the pod, we knew it was going to be shit. Um, 34 points. Video Easy popping up with eight uh, Bowen with seven. Odegaard, I think, was the trade for Son. Um, so seven points, a deficit of 13 there, um, <laughs> which was the difference in the match, wasn't it? So, um, but yeah, then some garbage. Didn't have much on the bench either. Um, yeah, and it had a zero on the field there. So no defenders, um, like three defenders copying a zero for him. So he actually fielded a zero in the end for that reason. Um, picked the wrong keeper, but not that substantially, you know, costing him only two points difference there um so 34 uh which probably would have got him a draw or a, or a, a very narrow win against a couple other teams but it certainly wasn't going to get the job done uh this week so unlucky for him the second last game though that we had was what color ref kizza's team they bounced back no longer early season kizza it's now mid-season kizza is on the rise so 47 points beating keelan's the lone wolf 34 i believe keelan said that he is kizza's bogey side um, he's knocked him off pretty much every single time they've ever played. And, um, Scotty, it wasn't to be this time. Ah, not at all. Like 47 and, um, you know, look at some of his scores. He could have gone really large because, um, you know, you got a Nana in goal with a donut for conceding too many. Um, okay, with the 80 in the back line, but the rest were ones and twos. Um, midfield, Rashford seven, Jensen nine. And Edward up front with 13, but he had still plenty to, to give in that team. So, you know, he could just be warming up Kizza because, yeah, he could have easily cleared probably 55 or so if um, mm-hmm. a few others had a poor bit of weight. As well. Do you see he's missed in the an oh, open, essentially? I don't want to talk about it. No, nah, I can't say I did. Tell me about it. Bro. Oh, he was probably four yards away and kicked it over the goal. Oh, so he's keeper, done like a keeper was out of the picture. Sterling got byline. Keeper came out to him, slipped it past him, took the keeper out in the process. So no keeper, open net, put it over the bar. Oh, disgusting. I but I mean, look, he's another one who's um, got two Chelsea defenders, and their start to the season's just not done him any favours. So you know, three points out of Chilwell and Colwell. Um, Who's obviously trying to bank on a um a clean sheet there and stat putt as well, and it just didn't happen. But uh can't argue with forty seven good score. And we flip over to Keelan's fucking just train wreck of a side. Um thirty-four. Um not many highlights. Embuemo with eight probably carried his team for the whole year at a glance. Um Solanke up front. Done something after he named his team after him, so that's probably one positive. Um, Morris bobbed up this week, but the rest just twos and ones again, and uh, 34 in the bank with um, not much on the pine to make it any better. So, yeah, pretty, pretty average team and um, pretty average bloke. So, yeah, it's just I've, I've found that, um, looking at the teams, this adding the two extra teams to the league has really diluted the um the pool a fair bit now. So you've seen a lot of um 
a lot of junk on the bench and there's not a lot of room to move because the way once you go through the waivers, um, there's not a lot there either. So I think there's going to be a whole lot of luck this season on just getting people to do something week by week. Yeah, even having a look, what, there's seven scores in the 30-point range, um, like two on 33, two, three on 34 and one on 35, and yet still no draws. So we've had like a lot of double up on scores, but no draws just with how the fixtures played out there. Um, oh, sorry, there's even that, that 39 in there. Yeah, so a lot of 30 scores. Um, so that's competitive enough, and there's no one really dropping down below 30 either. So it is still pretty spread on any given day anyone can beat anyone it looks like yeah but you mean remember last season we had a lot of or even the last few seasons you get a lot of there was quite a lot of 60s and then we you know we had some massive scores and i think we just won't get that this season um yeah we'll, it'll take something we'll special considering, out, yeah. considering people have dropped 20 points this week and no one's cleared 60 still like yeah 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 there's been some better. individual highlights but just as a team i think we're going to struggle to get massive numbers hmm Interesting to see, but um, speaking of a team who did put up a pretty massive numbers this week, um, and the coach of the week status goes straight to him, uh, Meaty Boys, Duncan, your team, 52 points, taking on the GOAT, Nick Castulius, pick one again, Harland, Fever, and you've just knocked him down. Well, I, I just think his his team's a disaster. He's named it GOAT, but he keeps keeps getting goatsied. Um He's got Sanchez in goal doing fuck all because he's playing for Chelsea. Um, Juan Bissaka, absolute trash. Dan Byrne, why would you pick the worst centre-back from Newcastle? Um, Aitnari, just don't get a Wolves defender. It's going to be a disaster. They don't get clean sheets. They might score some goals, but never a clean sheet. Emerson Royale. I, I don't even need to say he might be part okay, of the ball, but played four minutes this week and that's it. There's there's a reason Ange wouldn't see much from him. He's his last three games he's played a total of six minutes, <laughs> and he's he's still starting him. That's just a disaster. Trusted he's, Edge, trusted Edge, Dick. What are you doing? He's he's got Matoma, which is another great pick, but he's just. He's got an assist and it's still not going to be enough. Garnacho, part of Man United's disaster, got got a cheeky little offside goal. I reckon Garby. that was a goal. I reckon that was so tight, that goal. It, it, looked, it, was, it looked live. He looked good. It looked good to me. I mean, it's tight. He's, it's tight. He's a good player, but I, I can't stand United, so I don't really care. Yeah, I um, it. Um, it's tight, but I mean, that's what it... It is offside by the, the definition, isn't it? The line is right. You can see the line. It's like, well, I don't know. Like, it is offside, even though it's tight as hell. Whoever the defender yeah. is leaning forward would want to try and lean backwards next time. That's it. <laughs> trying to keep yeah. I'd agree with that. Continuing on, he's got Diaby, who finally played a full 90 minutes and had his worst game of the, game of the season. Andreas... He picked a Fulham player. Gross. And then we've got his front line. M. Dooney. Don't even know who that is from Burnley. And good old Harland, his first pick. Old trusty. Couldn't get him through. Had bloody over a th- basically a third of his points, getting 20 of his 34. Um, just abysmal by Nick. He needs to step it up a bit. Now on to the better team. Um, I I made a, a good little trade with a certain Brian Mardo through the week, just knowing Chelsea's shit because I watch them all the time. Um, got a cheeky Saboz life for that nice little goal right at the start of the game. Traded out Enzo Fernandez, although he knows how to pass. No one at Chelsea knows how to finish, so he's never going to get any points. Also had Rice, who scored a cheeky goal, which probably should have been disallowed, but I'll take the points. Tonali, still not doing much for me. Um, Alexander-Arnold, although he's now got a yellow, which is a bit concerning, got me the bonus points, the clean sheet, and the assist. Um, got to love that boy, as long as he's not against a team that can attack because he can't defend for shit. Malo Gusto, not as good as last week. Pinnock, nothing. Estupignon. Got his his worst performance on points 
but his first week where he hasn't got a yellow card this season, he's going to be banned in a couple of weeks. Um, Alison Becker with a clean sheet for Liverpool. Don't mind a bit of that. Bernardo Silva was my abysmal pick. Came on for 14 minutes and got a yellow card. So that that's a zero. Awaniyi, or however the fuck you say it. He's just been a consistent consistent one, picking away, which over the week I offered offered a trade to Nick to take Awaniyi for Haaland. Um, and I'd say he's my winning magic. Um, he really just cursed the rest of his team. And then I've got Hoyland, a.k.a. the fake Haaland, um, who missed an easy goal. And on the bench, I had the second biggest waste after Scotty with his 17 on the bench with um, 13 points missed because Kurt Zuma actually did something other than kicking a cat. Yeah, not bad. Not a bad week. Pretty good score. Um, As you said, Zuma with 11, but you really... Like, to bank on him, they didn't get a clean sheet. You would never, you know, it's a rare occasion he scores. So I understand why you've got him on the bench. Oh, I didn't even realise I'd traded him in. I, I did a waiver and didn't realise it went through. Okay, so poor coaching. Uh, all right, we'll put it that <laughs> but, but you still walked away, coach of the week, at dominant with 52, as you said. Um, Audi has uh, been a really good pick up three three goals in a row to start off and then get even got the assist this week. And you're probably not expecting that um, again against Chelsea. You're probably not necessarily expecting him to go well, but um, he just keeps getting points. I don't I don't think I could ever trade him for Haaland. That would be, um, you know, you'd crucify yourself if Nick had made that trade. Um, it's ambitious. He, he's yeah, a more consistent player. player. He is consistent, you're right. Um, if he traded to you this week, he would have lost by more. Uh, <laughs> A lot more points. Don't don't um, let him know that. Yeah, but you've uh you put a real solid score. I like that there's a spread. So you know, across the lines, you've got good scorers across all four lines there, um, of the team. And there's no surprise that a lot of your players will feature in the um team of the week when we get to it soon. But what's it been like rejoining? Um you obviously you know, you're in it and then you vacated and then you've come back. What's it um what's the return been like? What was the itch that you needed to scratch? Um tell us a bit more about it. Well, I just needed to commit myself to watching a bit more football. So I thought, what's a better way than being able to talk some shit while I watch it? But I, I will say the banter's not as good. I feel like I feel like a lot of you boys are, are getting a bit old, um, and it's it's just not feisty enough anymore. Um, probably doesn't help that the Everton boys don't ever have a good game, so they don't have anything to defend themselves on. Um, Hey, we're, we're yeah. the one of the most active. We're still up and about. Don't worry about that. There's a few other yeah, boys but... who can pull a bit more. Yeah, I agree. There's a few other boys who need to rise to the uh, to the chat. Um, care to call them out, name and shame, or? Oh, I, I can call one out, which is which is Nick. It took him a fair while and a few apps to get him to respond after his his Harlan couldn't carry him. And I I don't know how you can take the first pick, take Harland, and then not even speak in the chat. Yeah, I'd be up and about. I'd be giving a fair bit of bants out if I had Harlan, that's for sure, leading the lines. Um, you know, even Duncan's still... Uh, sorry, Duncan number two is still speaking, even though he picks Harry Kane with his first pick. Uh, <laughs> 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 doesn't even play anymore. So, you know, you got to... I agree. There's a, That's definitely someone. Scotty, is there anyone you're... Uh, uh, um, I mean, like... Kizza, he might start to fire up. He's been a bit quiet. Been quiet. He's been quiet. I know he started. Yeah, I mean, he's just start to the season, but he needs to do a bit more. Christian's been all right. Um, been quiet. Dawn, new, new bloke on the block. You know, they're always going to work their way into it. Could be a little bit more from That's here. Um, I asked him Emilio, if he, the pod and he didn't. He didn't even take me up on that offer yet. So it's a good point. I don't know. Almo's been not as prominent. Um, I don't know. It's just been a bit flat. That's true. I've, I even asked Elmo, like, on the pod, I don't know if he listened, but about his, um, Keelan said his phone fell in the ocean and he somehow retrieved it. Um, I'm real curious on the story, exactly how that's happened. How clear was this water and how deep was it that he could retrieve his phone from the bottom of the ocean um, That when he fell out of a boat? I'm curious the, the full story on this one. Um, yeah. I heard from him. Yeah, we just, I don't know, it's just, um, 
I mean, and the the table's tight. Like the top, what's top four all on nine, um, next four on six, and then the rest on three. So it, it's tight enough for there to be a bit more chatter. You know, like everyone's in it. So, yeah, is um with the extra couple of games in the season as well. Now an eleven game season, I think. I don't know how many you can lose and still win. Do you reckon three? I'm not sure. Yeah, well, to be fair, I was fucking square looking down the barrel, but now I'm back in it. Right, so, I mean, you just need people to fall. Like, we saw on the weekend, you know, like, um, you know, top of the table, as you've already said, they dropping games. I mean, it's it's going to be one of them seasons where I think the bottom teams can, can uh, help shape towards the end. So... I don't think it's too clear cut. I think it's anyone's game at the moment. Hmm. Yeah, agreed. Um, even before we were saying about Ben's team, and we didn't think it looked that flash, did it? Even though it's at the top and got an extra 20 points on anyone else, it doesn't look that exciting, does it? It's, it's not exciting, but he's. if you look at his total points that he's got so far this season, he's, he's a fair chunk ahead. So he's... They must just be consistent. I think was it. Did he go large week one or something? What was it? I'm trying to think. Is he just been consistently forty odd? Oh, let, uh, quick look at his results. Oh, second week he was sixty six. I think that's just boosted it. That's the extra twenty oh, okay. in the second week. Forty seven, sixty six, and then was it a couple of forty, yeah. thirty, and a forty or something? Yeah, I mean Nick started with a sixty in the first week, so. And then it's kind of it's kind of evened out. Like when you look at it, there's there's a couple of sixties in the first two weeks, and now it's gone back to mainly thirties and some forties, and then a couple of fifties in the last two weeks. Fifty two for Duncan this week, and fifty two for Sean last week to top score. So I think it's starting to even out a bit. Yeah, I think so. Um, look, there's some guys who haven't really traded either. Like, Emilio hasn't even made a trade yet. Oh, can we talk about trades? Because, fuck, Keelan brought it up in the chat the other day that if someone sends out a trade and you make the effort to tag people, at least fucking do something with it. Like, either accept it, decline it, or send a counter. Like, it's not fucking hard. Like, who did I do this week? You seem pretty well, good. Well, is the amount that expire, or they just no one you like you tag them when they they said they look at it, or they just don't bother, or you just get no response. I mean, fuck, it makes it hard. And like, well, I sent one to Christian this week, and I love the bike, but fuck, he's just let it sit there, and he knows it's there, and it's just (laughs) going to expire. So, (laughs) but what do you fucking bother? Like, just get in there and fucking do something. It was his birthday Uh, yesterday, I think. So if I just. Expect to get better present, that's all. Well, Santa probably three days ago, Brian, so that's probably not the correct excuse. But um, I think it's still sitting there. I probably have to look at it. Um, yeah, she's still sitting there. Um, and it's not there's no games this week, is the international week, is it? This week, yeah, we got two so that'll sit there for a good week and a half. Then, we'll yeah, like... and it, like it's not, it's not a groundbreaking trade, it's not fucking pulling your team apart, it's just ticking one off and moving on. You know, and you know so... the worst bit. The worst bit about the no response is that because because the way that the league works is like team trades first and then the waiver trades the day after. Um, if they just don't respond, like it could be someone that you're going to waiver otherwise because you're just trying to like I'm going to ship him. It's just either to you to get a trade done or to the waivers. Well, that's right. We're lucky that um it's gone back to be normality with the fixturing this season. But last year when it was the game weeks are so close, obviously it made it. So much harder. So it should be easier this season. But for whatever reason, it's just it's like pulling teeth just to get a fucking trade done. So I don't know if that's a knock-on effect of the pod being on the quiet. Um, I mean, the chat being on the quieter side, and there's not that much input, and maybe there's some interest not being there. But fuck me, boys. Just if you someone sends someone sends a trade, just have the courtesy to do something with it. Yeah, true. Look, I, it could have something to do with people overrating their players as well and not just accepting... Oh, the, the emotional attachment is fucking real. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Doug, have you had any issues? You've got a couple of trades down, I think, already, haven't you? Yeah. Uh... Three. You're leading the charge. What? Can we got yeah. three oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. That, I've got that, that might wrong. be the, got the one. wrong Duncan. You've got one with me. Yeah. Sorry. Duncan Ma is leading the way with three. That's my fault. 
Can we have a yeah, breakdown on who's what the trade situations are there, bro? Oh, okay. Breakdown. Chris and Duncan, uh, Duncan number two, sorry, Ma, have got three trades each. So leading the way. Scotty, you and Keels have two. Um, me, Christian, Ben, Nick, and Duncan number one all have one trade done. Shawnee and Emilio have none. Oh, Kiz so, also with three. I didn't mention him. Sorry. And we're going to get five done, yeah? We're going to get five done. So five done. We've got five. seven week, seven game weeks to go. Yeah. Fuck. That's, so, <laughs> I mean, some blokes, yeah, zero in four weeks. I mean, if you do a bit of quick math, we're going to be pushing shit uphill to get five in seven. Yeah, you so, never, there might be one of those game weeks where, like, uh, one player gets traded to three different teams all in a row or something. The old, the old, the old war bag for the week, just throwing around. <laughs> exactly. The old, like, yeah, we'll see Zuma just fly around to four teams or something like that. <laughs> no, Zuma's staying with me. He's not leaving. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> No. Okay. Well, let's see where it's at. Um, well, look, Doug, it's a pleasure having you back. Uh, I've enjoyed the energy that you've brought straight away. And Sean, too, I've enjoyed that he's come in. He, as you see, he's been quiet side of the chat, but he's definitely hit the ground running and you both made an impact on the league. What Was was there a clear draft strategy that's got you to the top or what? Um, my draft strategy this time was not only picking Chelsea players, uh, which was my previous strategy in the seasons I'd featured in. Um, and it, it seems to have worked. I my best performance was after I shipped a Chelsea player off of my squad. So I, I think that's my strategy this time. Yeah, I think that's a better, it's a better way to play it really, isn't it? Um, and as you said, you sort of laughed at, um, you know, Kiza who did invest in the Chelsea defenders and stuff like that. It just hasn't worked out for him. I think even the keeper you said too, didn't we? So hasn't been a good start for him in comparison to normal. Um, although I do think, I do think Chelsea have improved. It just, uh, but you know, time will tell. But <laughs> I get better. But I, I honestly have no idea. I couldn't tell you. That just shows how bad we were last season, doesn't, oh, it? doesn't it? Like, but you know, I'm sitting here as a Newcastle fan, piping off, and we've started pretty poorly. Hopefully, we can oh. bounce back too. So, yeah, Newcastle fell off a bit, didn't they? Yeah, oh. we overachieved, but I'm sure that we'll bounce back. We've got a good enough team. We've got guys on the bench ready to go, so we can make some. We can spring some changes, I would imagine, and, and turn it around. Wilson will hopefully get a starting gig and start bearing goals, and I'll be flying up the ladder. That'll be good. Can only hope. Can only hope. Scotty, any questions for the coach in particular? Um, oh, I hadn't really thought about too many questions, Brian. Didn't have a lot of prep time. I uh, put most of my research into the initial stuff we spoke about. But, um, but no, it's... Um, as you say, like changing strap there, Duncan has um, paid dividends, and um, yeah, well, what's your uh, what's strategy going to be for the rest of the season? You're going to try and punch out trades early and then settle your team, or try and run with what you got for now and consolidate your position and maybe trade later on. Well, I think a, a trade a week's going to be what I'm going to go for. Just just consistently get, giving the team a bit of flow. Um, as long as people actually accept my trades, which um, hasn't happened much so far, um, so I, I guess we'll see. But um, if any if anyone wants to send me a cheeky little trade, as long as not fucking from a dirt bag, um, I, I'd be interested to to see and give it some consideration. Did I ask you really good when you said and they're not a dirt bag, and I could see the look of disgust in your face? Who was the immediate player you were thinking of? Like, is it a Wolves defender like Aitori or? Oh, uh, I, I was more thinking of a, a coach. Yeah, um, I thought I, I thought that was the angle there, Brian. Yeah, Keel, Keelan's got a. He's just a bit of a cunt, isn't he? Yeah. He's a he's a tough one to trade with this season. Normally he's alright, but I don't know. Maybe he's um, yeah, he's got knickers in the knot or something. The bitch. Yeah. Oh. Looking at his team now, there's not much I'd want anyway. So <laughs> it, it should be okay. <laughs> Put a line through someone. Not trading with Keels this season. Unlucky, mate. Um, yeah, you're not getting one over the line there if you thought you were. So, um, And he's another one who's, who's really disappointed when they just sit there and don't get answered. So <laughs> yeah. I, I might make sure to just leave his in the future. <laughs> just to really rub it in. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly right. Well, look, um, solid, solid start. You find yourself three and one. You're second on the ladder. You're only 20 goal difference off the top. And um, I'm trying, well, we'll get to the fixtures later. Right? I'll hold off on it. We want to keep moving this thing along, don't we? So I'll um, do my job as the uh, as the host and keep this rolling on. Look, the... Yeah, I think I've um, done well this pod, Brian, just keeping it to flow, keeping a nipping it in the bud when required. Okay, and do you think you did that just now in pausing me from moving along? Yeah, yeah, no. Just wanted to reiterate that we're moving along nicely. <laughs> okay, well, the next bit I wanted to talk about was the best and worst. And as I said, we got we call this one like the Southgate Award. Rather than the bullpen, we just go on the 3 2 1 votes. Um, so this week, the best scorers, well, we actually had a draw of 20 points each. So, but we have to split them. There's only one three vote to give. And to me, it seems obvious that you give it to Son because it was part of a winning team. There's 20 points that contributed to the winning team. So Son gives himself three votes this week. Two votes to Haaland with the 20 points and one point to Alvarez, who popped up with 14. So they were the three highest scorers. There were obviously better scorers out there. They just didn't make it on the field. So um, their points were worth absolutely nothing. Isn't that right, Scotty? Well, technically, but when they're not required, you still get the W. Yeah, you take it. Yeah, he just doesn't get the personal accolade. No, he's, he's, a winner in, so. he's a winner in my eyes. Isn't he? So he's, uh, he doesn't get to sit on there. But um, so three new names. So um, they just add to the list. So it means uh, Embuemo and Sterling also with three votes now joined with Son. Uh, Solly March and Cash with the two votes uh, joined by Haaland and Varane, Gusto and now Alvarez getting one vote apiece each. In terms of the worst on though this week, um, so this one's looking at the low scorers um, of, of each team in the week and the three votes, well, actually, sorry, did you boys have, was a particular name last week we called it the Leon Duncan because Leon Davis was terrible in the big games of AFL and uh, Ben Duncan also was top of the ladder and then lost. So he had a bad week. Is there anyone, any thoughts this week of who we would name that after? I think Scotty had a good one earlier, if he can remember that. Um I don't know how I fucking worded it. What was it again there, bro? Oh, that's a good one. I think it was the Elmo. It's just Elmo eats ass or something, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Elmo eats ass award. Yes. Like was on, I was on top and just shit the bed. Yeah, I think he was on top this week and shut it, um, as you said. So maybe it's the, the Elmo award, the, uh, yeah, who struggled this week. Um, <laughs> Adam, there. The three votes this week. Cash got himself <laughs> minus one point, as we mentioned before, with the own goal, didn't he? So... He joins uh, Reem, who got a negative two at the start. Virgil van Dijk also got a red card and got himself a negative two in there the week before that. So um, he joins them up on the three votes list. Um, the other ones, there's a few zero scores in there. and I, So I was trying to figure out which order to do this, but I'm giving two votes to Dan Byrne for his zero because uh, Newcastle had a bad loss there. Um, and I'm giving it to Fabian Cher as well. So the Newcastle boys are the ones who, who pick up the points there. Um, but an honourable mention to Onana in goals who scored zero points as well. I'm going to give him an equal one vote also. He can jump on the list. So the one voters are massive because there's been a lot of zero scores. So we've got like Patterson, I think uh, Martinelli, Kilman, Trippier, Martinez, now Onana, now Cher. There's a lot of zero scores out there that are finding themselves in this worst on team, the Elmo eats ass this week. So, yeah, so that's... Uh, <laughs> I think it's important that we keep track of the guys who are costing people points as well. You got to nail I think the, uh, the stat padding's just been a bit toned down this season. There's mm. a lot of goals. Every game there seems to be goals. So I, I can't think. I don't think we'll be able to rely on the um, the stat padding this season, which makes it a bit more interesting. Yeah, a few of those. I think season two, you see a lot more of it. A few of those teams at the moment that are running on adrenaline to start the season, a couple of promoted teams and things like that. And then as the season progresses, it gets a bit long and the good teams shine through and the teams with a bit more depth. But we'll see how it plays out four weeks in. Um, I saw Installer Reem scored a goal on the weekend, didn't he? So he got himself to the back. Really? Slotted one. So he bounced yeah. back, even though he found a negative two the other day. So. Um, you know, you got Cash in there who's costing himself best on votes with worst yeah. votes and other guys who are, yeah, doing the same on the, the other way around. So um, nonetheless, a solid one. If we look at the team of the week, that's probably where we need to go to now. Um, you guys have it in front of you, I believe. I, I already sent it through to you, didn't I? Yes. Yes, you did. Yes. 
So this week, the Hungry Jacks team of the week ended up with 128 points total, which is decent. But when you've got two 20-point scores on there, you probably expect it to be a little bit higher than that because um, the other weeks, I think, were, I think, a 129 or 130. So it's actually the lowest of the three, even though we've got some big scores. But we start with the back line, Hungry Jacks team of the week. And it starts off with Alison Becker in goals. Um He's just a fries man. Alison Becker's just a fries man in goals. That's all he's got time to just quickly grab his gloves and try and grab a little handful of them and shove them in his gob. Um, he went for eight. Eight little eight chips came out in the one <laughs> when he popped in. Um, and surprisingly, Edison really struggled with the gloves. He was struggling to grab any sort of chips at all. Um, he could only grab three at a time and found himself on the bench. A uh, very low keeper score, by the way, for a, for a substitute. Only three points. I was, was going to say that. That's disgusting. Yeah, it just reinforces, again, that there just was it was a lot of goals this week, not a lot of clean sheets. Yeah. Having. So, um, But nonetheless, that's where he find himself. Um, Scotty, you want to go the back line? Yeah, I'll go the back line. Um, we'll go with the uh, the under-ring back line because uh, – Probably my favourite thing out of Hungry Jacks. Not that I've had it that often lately, but um, back in the day, well, they were the bomb. You'd go for the onion rings over the fries any day of the week. So Alexander Arnold, 12 onion rings. He was fucking hungry, that boy, that, that day. Uh, Bowley with nine, Ake with eight, and uh, Romero with seven. So, And on the pine, um, your boy Robertson with just the six. Yeah, see, that's a low score as well on the bench. Yeah. You go with six. I nearly wasn't going to bother writing it down or taking the screenshot, but um, he slots in there with the six. Um, the midfield dunk, few your boys in there. Oh, yeah, few more boys in there. They're they're really enjoying the hungry Jack's ham and cheese toasties. Uh, Neto getting it ten and really smashing him down. Sabozlai, my my beautiful little trade. He also had ten, and Rice also with ten. But Sons just smashed them all out of the park on the toasty eating contest and got 20. Uh, what a man. What a bloody man indeed. Who scraped onto the bench? Um, I believe Edouard is a midfielder. He got 13, which I don't know how he's ended up on the bench. Or is he a forward? I don't even know. But Jensen, the... The mid there is scraped on. I don't know if you saw oh, okay. his, um, his free kick goal. Just a cheeky one. No. Post. Um, just snuck in. Keeper saved it, but behind the line. So a cheeky little goal for him. And I think nine toasties, as he said. Um, the forwards, though, um, they're all about the hunger tamers box. Uh, so they've just gone absolutely large. They were hungry. And it was Man City who was especially hungry this week. Absolutely smacking goals in. Started with Alvarez, who went for 14 in the hunger tamers box. So I know it comes with a set amount and he's just kept piling it on and piling it on and piling it on and went for 14, but that was nothing in comparison to Harlan next to him who took six extra boxes off Alvarez on the side because he was that hungry and just absolutely demolished them having the 20, as we said, Edward, as he said, scraped onto the bench, a big one for Kiza, one you wouldn't expect, but he popped up with a couple of goals, a couple of them real juicy. And so we needed the hunger tamers just to calm him down afterwards because he was just that up and about 13 uh, he ended up with. So solid score, but the back line definitely letting it down, uh, really thinning it out quickly. So, um, but a, a very well-spread team again and still definitely within the range that we're expecting. So getting some consistent overall scores as we're seeing um, with the coaches. But speaking of the guys who didn't deliver, it's now time to pick our worst coach of the week. So... You know, sometimes it's not always about the lowest score, although that's always a good place to start. So when I have a look, my boys only got 33. Um, Emilio's team only got 33. 34 to the GOAT. 34 to Ricky Bobby's Dream. 34 to the Lone Wolf. 35 to Christian. They're the ones you want to start with probably. They're, they're some poor scores. Um, context, obviously, very important as well. So what's what's your gut feel, boys? Well, I, I'm stuck between Elmo and Nick. I... I think Elmo falling from grace at the top and only getting a 33 to be tied bottoms pretty bad. But Nick falling through, only getting 14 points other than Harlan's pretty disappointing. Um, I I can't decide between the two. They're both just shit. It's very valid with the context. Um, To only get 14 points from the rest of your players is garbage. And yeah, as you said, top of the ladder curse. I mean, he did have to face the curse. 
Um, and you don't come out on top when you're facing a curse. But well, I'd like to know. versus pretty much bottom is. Uh, I'd like to call myself the juggernaut, there, Brian. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You yeah. did say it's the juggernaut, so that's a good point. Uh, and he did go to was it <laughs> Buck Elbow Fortress or whatever. It is. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he just had a bad week, and um, it reflected on the scoreboard. There was disharmony in the squad. Uh, got ahead of himself. Um, he's dropped off in the chat. I don't know. I think there's problems there. So, and a real fucking putrid score. And he couldn't have made it any better off the bench, as we said. So, um, I think he gave the waivers a bit of a shake. That made no difference. Uh, it's going to be Elmo for me. Elmo, worst coach of the week for you? What do you reckon, Ducky? You more lean towards... I, I can ag- agree with the Elmo. I'll... I'll take it. I'll. I hope Nick hears this and he knows how disappointed I am in him um, with his performance. But Elmo, worst coach of the week. Wow, two two for Elmo, two nil. So I really don't have to vote, um, but I will anyway. Uh, I'm going to give it to Keelan. Um, thought your team was shit this week. Uh, <laughs> disappointing after talking yourself up and saying that you always had Kizza's number, and then to come out and shit the bed uh, when you could have put yourself right up there. Um, I'm voting for you. But it's not you. It's Emilio Dejal, um, who has shut it up this week um, and his worst coach of the week. Um, so, you know, aptly named this week as well. As we said, the worst on in the individual players was the Elmo sucks ass, and then you've carried away with the um, worst coach of the week. So credit to you there, the Leafy. Um, that leaves us only one more thing to do, boys, and that's just a quickly preview um the next round of games, which, as we said, isn't this coming weekend. It's the one after, isn't it? So we've got um, a little bit of time to fix our teams before then and get some trades done. But I guess first up um, is Christian's team's Jerks FC taking on my boys, Dog FC. Um, and look, we're both down the bottom there, only with one win and three losses apiece. And I've talked about how poor his team is. I've got a goal difference of about 40 better, but yet we still find ourselves in exactly the same position, essentially. So... Um, look, I'm confident we can get the job done. Um, I'm confident that a couple of good things will switch around and I'll be able to get a winning team out there. But, you know, I'm more interested in what the, the Windviz says. So, Duncan, do you have the Windviz on this? Well, I'm, I'm going to have to have to go with a 82 to 18 in, in your favour for this one. I just, just don't think Chris can perform. He can't get it up. His wife's disappointed. His life's not going to be doing too well this season, I don't think. Oh, wow. So, yeah, oh, it's down the bottom. So I guess that's fair <laughs> enough. And uh, fucking hell, 18% chance of his wife being happy. Um, it's disappointing for him. So. And, and, ha- and, have, and having a limp doodle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, EPL could do this to some people. Um, you know, it's not a, it's not a laughing matter, um, except when it's uh, happening to Christians. So bad yeah. luck. Uh, needs to pay a visit to pilot.com.au <laughs> oh boy the sponsor of the week it'll be the pilot yeah, hope they hear this yeah, Jesus. Christian comes up big and his players are all at the team of the week it'll be the pilot team of the week you can count on it don't worry about that um, the next time we got Ricky Bobby's dream Duncan's team looking to bounce back they're taking on the Wone Wolf Keelan's team uh, you know both play cricket together um, both always sledging each other and calling each other rats um, so it'll be interesting to see who comes out on top here. What do you uh, got on this one, Scotty? Yeah, both um, two and two. Uh, Keelan a little bit more goal difference. Um, both coming off um, pretty mediocre scores, 34 apiece. So uh, pretty long ball, this one for mine. But um, I don't know, Keelan... As you said, he uh, talked it up big last week. Didn't work. Haven't heard him. What? Maybe we'll get a bit more in the build up to the game. But I'd have to say in the uh, Wimbies, I'd probably go sixty forty in Duncan's favour. Oh boy, sixty forty Duncan's favour. He'll like that. He'll like hearing that, especially after yeah. he's lost yeah. K, well, traded away. I've got, a, I've got a soft spot for him. He's one of you boys. 
<laughs> he very much expressed that, didn't he, when he was on the pod himself. So, yeah, fair play. The next one, um, Nick's team looking to bounce back. Goat taking on what colour ref, Kizz's team, who has bounced back and finally got on the winner's list and moving up the table there. Um, Jesus, this one's going to be really interesting. I guess what I want to know is... Who do City play in their next fixture? For me, that's all that really matters. And it's West Ham. Oh, they're performing a little bit better. Do we think Zuma can keep Haaland quiet? I don't, I don't think so, personally. Um, uh, West Ham is sitting, uh, sitting fourth, three and one. Or three, haven't lost. Three wins and a draw. Yeah, they've started pretty well. Um, not bad, not bad. Yeah, you know, they've got uh, Ward Prowse in there who's putting putting balls away and getting an assist or a goal every game. So they're, they're definitely flowing at the moment. But, uh, you know, I think City can get the, get the job done. Nick's very heavily relying on Haaland. Can he put more than, you know, three goals in the net and 20 points, though? That's the question. Like, you know, are we backing him for five? I don't know. Let's check the win, Biz. Beep, 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 beep. Come back. Oh. 40-60, 60% going towards Nick, 40% towards uh, actually being mid-season Kizza and getting the job done. So that's really all it's after is like wondering, is this mid-season Kizza who's now on the rise or is it early season Kizza making the return? That's what it wants to know. But it is slightly leaning towards Nick at this point. The next one at uh, El Chapel Street, Emilio Jahal's team is taking on Klopp of the table, Ben Duncan, the two Liverpoolians um, leading this one along. Um, just quickly, Emilio's home ground is in Kunku Stadion, so that is where they'll be playing this one. Um, I think in, in reference, obviously, to Keelan, who picked him, and then he was immediately out, wasn't he, for the season, basically. So he'll be happy <laughs> with that. Um, but... What do you reckon? Uh, what do you reckon on this one, Dunk? I'll throw it to you because uh, you know where Ben's at with this and what he's thinking. I would imagine he's been talking a big game. Well, I'm I'm gonna go. I think Winvis is, is saying fifty-one forty-nine in favour of Emilio. I think the curse is just gonna get him just over the line this week, um, but I think it, it's gonna be only a couple points in it. It's going to be interesting. This will be interesting to see with the curse if it follows through. If it does, it will be the second time Ben has suffered from the curse. I believe he's been top earlier in the season and already lost. So this would be the second cursing if he if he manages to lose this one to Emilio's team. I'm interested to see how that plays out. Adam Wama, Sean's team, quietly just dominating, as I said, enjoying the fixture to this point, taking on Sheepish Wolf, which is uh, Chris's team. Um yeah, who where's he sitting on the ladder at the moment? Mid table ish or something? Where's he at? Uh seventh for Chris. Oh, seven ball. Two and two, one fifty-seven. So it's interesting. They've actually got Chris has actually outscored him, but obviously sits, yeah, another three three uh spots below him. What do we got, Scotty, there in the wind visit? I don't know. This is not a tough one, isn't it? Um Sean. Is he overachieving in terms of ladder position compared to output? Yes. I don't know. Maybe he's just consistent. Um, I mean, if if Wolves don't have a good game, he, he could uh, really drop the ball looking at his team. But, um, yeah, Chris's team, for, coming off of 45, pretty solid. Um, obviously carried by Son, as we've spoken about. Not much around that, so... Um. Yeah, I think. Um. Boop, 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 boop. Um. We'll go fifty-seven to forty-three in Chris's favour. Yeah. Okay. So he's up and about. Hopefully, yeah. If he can get the job done, it pushes him back in contention. Really, if he finds himself three and two, you're right in the money. And if uh, if Sean wins, Jesus, it puts another gap between another team below, and you just start pushing yourself right oh, up. And uh, Tottenham, we got Sheffield. So, could be a time to uh, cash in. Maybe. Why do you not rate Sheffield? Uh, no, nah, they uh, fuck. They just got to say stole some point a point on the weekend, but um, yeah, they're not great. No, okay, just so neither, of, like, neither, neither of the fucking toffee fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> just checking where we were at. I know, <laughs> you know, toffees are on the rise, but that's yeah. different playing, and then you're talking about cashing in on them. So I was just checking. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, don't pick apart my argument. Okay. All right. That's fine. I'll leave it be. Speaking of picking apart, how do we pick between this one? Pick 11, Scotty Villa, your team, take it on, meaty boys, Duncan McGiven, your team there. So, um, huge matchup. It's going to be hard to pick. What, why are either of you winning and what's the go there? I'll let Scotty start just so I can can put up a rebuttal. Okay. Well, it's as simple as this, right? The tunes turn up, I win. Have, have you seen on the current form? I'll lose. Simple as that. You do realise I have one of their their top attacking uh, chances with Tenali, don't you? So if they perform yeah. well, I perform well. Yeah, but I've got four of their spuds. Fuck, that's commitment. <laughs> oh, oh, I'd be more likely to commit to a woman than that. Jesus. Um, I just don't think you've got a chance. I don't, I don't even need to look at your team. Um, well, you've just told me you've overcommitted there. And I've just got a, a nice, consistent field. I think Liverpool might have a... Liverpool are going to absolutely demolish Wolves. Um, I've got Sabozla and Alexander Arnold and Alison Becker. That's that's probably going to get me through. Stupinion's up for another assist for Brighton. Um, Declan Rice probably going to do pretty well. And against Everton of all teams, yeah, that'll that'll be fucking easy. Awaniyu probably get another goal somehow, and. I'm I'm feeling it that, oh, actually, I was going to say that Hoyland's going to get a goal and then I realised they're against Brighton. Changed my mind on that. I'll take that back. Um, but, yeah, you just don't have a chance, Scully. I'm sorry. I mean, I've got an X factor that you don't have in Dan Juma. So, um, <laughs> I don't see how you glossed over that. Didn't want to bring that up. Um, Paqueta, another gun. Um, Ericsson. My midfield's rocking, so... Um, I know. I thought I'd just let you go there, but um, but yeah, you've just glossed over some really diamonds in the rough, and um, that's probably might catch you out. You're going to take us with a grain of salt, and um, we'll just come over the top. I think I think what's important here is what what the Winviz has to say, Marto. That's true. Uh, good segue to the Wimbiz. And for the listeners at home, um, Duncan just outscotted Scotty by going through his entire side. I know you're used to that. Yeah. Scotty. Through I, mean, his... fuck, I, nearly, I nearly fell asleep, to be honest. I don't know how people <laughs> put up with it. Oh, boy, I thought you went through your team thoroughly. Boy, did I just get an update <laughs> that I didn't need. But um, look, the facts the facts and figures that Wimbiz is having a look at, in four games, Duncan has 172 points on the board and Scotty's got 124. So he's... Averaging a good 10, 12 extra points than you per week. Um, so the, the Wimbies is taking that into account. Um, Just about ready to hang up on the Zoom here. Yep. Uh, look, <laughs> come through as uh, 70-30 at this point. Um, the 30% is that Dan Juma outscores Duncan on his own, but the 70%. <laughs> That Duncan wins. So it's only one or the other that could actually occur there um at the same time. So that's where that's where we've got to. Um we previewed it, we got a couple of weeks, plenty of opportunity to get trades done and not leave them sitting there um unanswered, as Scotty said before. Um and yeah, good little opportunity to get your quota up as a few of you we called you out before. Looking forward to the chat blowing up after this too. Um, yeah, just getting on your way to work and getting the band. Nothing about boys, God's sake. Yeah, but uh, look, pleasure having you boys on, and thanks for doing it on short notice. Um, I noticed Ben ignored me again. Um, I invited him on. I thought the media band was done, and we came to an agreement. I said that if he beats me in the last round of the season, I'll officially apologise to him. Um, but otherwise, the media band should end, and vice versa. He should apologise to me if I beat him in the last round. I think we've come to an agreement, but then he hasn't rocked up. So I'm not sure. We'll have to see how this one plays out. But um, he's a sook for the record, isn't he? Yeah, well, my media, my um, team management um, allowed me on tonight because we won. So um, it's always a good time to jump on when you're uh, popping corks. 
Apparently not. Apparently, if I insinuate that, then I'm insulting, uh, insulting you. If that's the case. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Did you see how good the party bus was? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I don't need to see how it was. I was in there, mate. I skipped my oh. game and just joined you on the party bus. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. I didn't see you, but it was that good. Yeah, doing some December prep. Yeah. Oh yes. 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 Very good. <laughs> Pleasure having you on, mate. Good to have you back in the league. Loving your work. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I I thought my performance deserved it. Would have preferred if Ben turned up so I could talk some shit with a local, but um, he's he's just reflecting all your messages off his head. <laughs> Bloody bowling ball. I love it. Cheers, boys. Enjoy your week. Um, up the tune. Wolf. Up the top. <laughs>